I would be among the first to admit that we made mistakes in government. I will be among the first to admit that there was corruption within previous Antigua Labour Party administrations. But I have to admit that the corruption that exists today under the UPP regime makes corruption under the previous ALP administration. Child's play, my dear people. I mean, this thing is exclusive. There will be no job losses under the Labour Party administration. While there's moonlight and music and love and romance I now turn to the water shortage that has plagued this country for some time. And I say to you tonight that leadership matters. I say to you tonight that the water shortage that our people have been experiencing is an issue that belongs to a different age. And I say too, that we have made positive steps in order to resolve the water problem. And I guarantee you that within 14 days, there will be increased water supply in this country. The cornerstone of our general election campaign was the provision of affordable housing. Indeed, we promised 500 homes in 500 days. And we said to you that you would have gotten 500 homes in 500 days. Those with little or no vision said that it could not be done. Well, as your Prime Minister, I said to you that it can be done and that it shall be done. Let's face the music and dance. Let's face the music and dance. I mean, this thing is exclusive. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, so thankful that you're tuning in for another week, another episode of True Labor Talks. Um, I'm in the studio here with Lionel Nedwell, and we're going to take you through some of the developments that have happened in Antigua and Barbuda politically in the last week or so, trying to get to the issues that affect you and your family, and more in particular to the constituency of St. John's Rural South, where I am the caretaker for my political organization, the Antigua Barbuda the True Labor Party. Um, Nedwell, say hello to the our listening audience, yes. and then we're going to offer us yes. your campaign. Yes, yes, good afternoon to the listening public out there, our supporters. 
And uh, we are glad that you're here with us today. Welcome. You know, it's uh, just a good thought to be here, educating you, giving you the, the, the true scoop of what's really going on with your lives. So within the next hour or so, you'll be getting an earful from us. Uh, stay tuned. Yes. Well, that well, uh-huh. we went out campaigning because we never stopped since the election about two weeks after oh, um, the election. That's right, we're back March, out we there. We're out there campaigning yeah, again for whenever the next election is called. That's right. But we're dead serious yeah. and we believe that we can do a better job. That's true. And we believe that Antiguans deserve better. And better but than I what believe that getting. at the end of the day, Antiguans sell themselves short Absolutely. when it comes to voting at a general election. That's true. You know, so mm-hmm. um, we went out campaigning, and the areas that we're in, people in St. John's Road South were complaining about the water. I mean, as you heard in the op- the intro, the prime minister <laughs> said it can be done and it will be done, yeah, and water will be flowing days. in the pipes wow. within two 14 weeks. Days. Yeah, 14 and days, yeah, 14 days. The situation is yeah, so many parts of St. John's Road South where there's no water. If they have water, there's low water pressure. And it goes not just down in Lower Otters, but it stretches all the way from Top Otters, Radio Range, Lower Otters, and further down, not go over the extension, the whole extent of the constituency. I remember there was one time when I was moving my chambers. You remember when I ever promised a Kung Fu down the the steps out me out the window? When he threatened me with his violence, I remember that. The drunken master. As October 2015. I'll never forget it. You know uh, what, Nedwell? Yeah. Uh, just a little side, side joke. You know, yeah. I used to go to, I'm a child of the 70s. I was born in 1971. Oh, and yeah. one of the things that was big in the 1970s, what was that? Yeah. Kung Fu, man. Oh, okay, yes. yes. <laughs> what was bigger than Kung Fu? Bruce, Bruce Lee. Lee. Bruce Lee. Come yes, on, yes, man. Yes, when yes. I say the 70s, before rock and roll, before oh, yes, music, yes, before yes. anything. Kung yes, Fu. Yes, that's Boy, what I true. used to go on Saturdays to go yeah. watch my Kung Fu movies. Yeah. At Deluxe. Yes, Bruce Lee. Yeah, my brother Darren. That's right. Older brother Darren, boy. Yeah. I just love my Kung Fu. Bad. Oh, you mean? Oh, you mean? Bad. <laughs> and boy, yeah. I'm just going there watching Kung Fu with Matt and you get two. Yeah, two, two, two movies. Two that's Kung Fu right, movies, boy. Bad money. And I used to see this guy named Jackie Chang. When he's a young guy, oh, yes, he just started yes, off yes, on his own because too. he was actually a stuntman for Bruce Lee. That's right. Yeah. You know, and Jackie Chan will be dear. And one of his best early films was The Drunken Master. Okay. Remember that one there? Yes. He, yes he had a drunk, the, the master was a drunkard. Yes, right. And then he wanted to learn the style of the drunken yes, master. So, so. so the master tell you for you drink <laughs> a whole keg, a whole drum of alcohol. <laughs> And when he dropped hey, it, he come back to learn how to That's right, drunk. that's right. Yeah, the part of things. <laughs> what a thing, boy. Why they really hard food. Uh, oh, a drunk man will fight better than when he's sober. Let yeah, me tell you. Let yeah, me tell you. <laughs> so, so when I watch the movie, I see the drunken master. I'm like, wow. Boy. Really this is amazing, boy. Yeah, man, me, I'm going to get a hole in part of the camera. Let yeah, me tell you, man. Get drunk too. Why? And then your yeah. child, and then 2015 October, you were there. Mm-hmm. I didn't know I had a drunken master in my family. Yeah, we did. Whenever attack me, inside the gay parking lot. I tell you, <laughs> the man, man drunk, drunk, drunk. <laughs> I pull up the back of his pants, clean on no belt. I come and tell me, he can kick me out, 
kick me down the steps and show me out the window. Yeah. He <laughs> said, wait. Yeah. You know, I was stunned. He said, wait. I heard that stuff. I, I, um... I watched the drunken master when I was a child, but I didn't know I had a drunken master <laughs> in, in, in my family. family right? It's right in the family, right there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah, man. but let's let's just yeah. break the ice. The yeah, drunken master. Shout out to my 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 drunken master. I was somewhere else, my brother. Yeah, so we campaigning, and people are still complaining that they don't have. Yeah, these promises are not being kept. We are told by these same people that we're campaigning by that. They're hoping for rain. Mm-hmm. So when the rain comes, they can at least get some water yeah, in two days in a row, or their probably. tankers or so on. Yeah. And I remember 2015 when I was mooting after the drunken master <laughs> was going to unleash his con- kung fu skills on me. But still, let me get out of the way because it's not that me frightening uh, Ivor unless they hear them, you know. Is that I have clients, it's a yes, business sir. I operate as a legal practitioner for the last yes, right. 16, 17 be, years. Yeah, can't I can't have up. my clients come there and we no, can't get caught up in that. <laughs> Next minute, drunken master. I wanted them. You know what I'm saying? So you just get out of the place, man. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. So I remember Jati mm-hmm. came to help me with. Um, that's a buddy, one of our supporters. He um, came to assist me with breaking down the desk and so on. Mm-hmm. And he came by and he was like a little hesitant and so on, you know, because I, I asked him why. And then he says, um, you know, he let the water is on today, down in law office. Yeah. So he actually went home to, to do some washing. Yeah, catch you know, the water. You to it's catch a situation that, that they don't tell you. Yeah, and the reality on the ground is that I am certain mm-hmm. and I've heard of people staying home from work for the days when the water yeah, to is catch down the water. in law yeah, auto. Because if you don't the get it then... On, and mm-hmm. they don't know when they're going to get that yeah, again. You don't so know they actually stay again. home yeah. to wash their clothes. Yeah, man. I so Jati had his pliers and his screwdriver yeah. so was breaking on my desk and so on. Yeah, Receptionist and my desk yeah. and the secretary's desk and so on. And then he said, you know, I, got, I broke it down, but I'm going to come back and put it back and, and help you to move them out of the, the yeah, building yeah. and so on, put them together after I finish doing some washing. Yeah, because you need um, water. You need water to get, today. catch your water, yeah. I just want people to be aware of that. When this government talking about their economic powerhouse and that they're doing so much great things in Antigua and Barbuda, the bare necessity for life, not only for drinking which we need to live, but order to keep your house clean, to cook your food, to bathe your children. That is a commodity where it's very scarce in the constituency in which I intend to represent you. So, I mean, I don't know. You, 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 you talk softly. You give them a period of time. They knock them too hard. They have to wait until they get in an office and, and, and then they this, can do something. That, do well, that was 2014 when the Prime Minister, then the Prime Minister-elect, I suppose, made his inaugural um, speech in Recreation Ground about water running in the pipes. And, I mean, it's not even 42 days. It's not two months. It's not two years. The Prime Minister is going on nearly four years now. That's right. Yeah, another term. Yeah. Yeah, it's four years now. It's June. Um, was it? 12th of June? Yeah. 2014. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're over four years now, yes, and well. there's no increase, no, no explanation of why people are having such a hard existence to get this vital necessity in their, in their lives of water, running water. A lot of people have to go to the standpipes, the standpipes that are over 50, 60 years old. That's right to get water in their house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is a concern to me and my party. 
That's but right. you know what the people said on the 21st of March, Nedwin? Mm-hmm. They're safer with labor. with labor. I don't know how black people love to give themselves such hardship. I don't know why black people think that they can't do better. They must be jaded in their lives that they think that they have to just accept the scraps off the table. Because yeah, you had to vote. And a man that isn't making your life any easier, you went you're out and voted in your numbers, yeah, put him right back in, in your droves, yeah, to continue yeah, this misery that you find yourself, yourself in and your family and your children in. Same ignorance. Yeah. That is the reality. Yeah. Ned, really want to talk about the campaign? Of course, yeah. Um, mm. There's so much things I want to talk about here. Yeah, yeah. But yes, we had a campaign was is, is good. Very, very good. We are out there, we are listening to the people. And they give, they've given us some um, feedback that, you know, is disturbing, you know, but still we expected that. We know that these people couldn't deliver anyway. They're making all them kind of promises. Promises here, promises there, but we just know they were just promises not to be delivered on. No, not promises, lies. lies. Yeah, that's right. But the more appropriate, the more appropriate <laughs> word. That's so true. But yeah, you know, yeah, it's so true that they promised us water in abundance in 14 days. And if you see what we are getting, we finally got some water this morning coming through the pipes, but it wasn't usable. Mm. It was like diesel, darker yeah, than diesel. Yeah, you have that same problem because you just on Kentish. Yeah, just coming just straight down. So you on get the outside that, looking into that bus, man. I'm telling you, man. Mm. So, so it goes all the way, goes all the way west. That's right. Mm. Yeah, it, it's and this is the largest demographic, you know, the most of the people. Yeah. In in Antigua that's and Barbuda, the demographic, the majority, they're in right. St. John's in the heart of St. John's. The heart of St. When you talk about rural south and rural west, right? Yeah. City yeah. South, those yeah, are the right. main areas of, mean? of the, the, the people. That's right, the, the larger portion. The larger portion, that's right. Yeah, but this, and yeah, people are having a hard time. Yeah, right. it's just so ridiculous, you know, to see that uh, they, they do these things to us time and time again. And then, you know, we just get caught up. The people just go and do the same thing time and time again. And, you know, as we always say, the definition of insanity is to expect something different when you're doing the same things. Yeah. So I don't know what they had expected, but, you know, from what had happened in the last election, I'm, I'm still stunned. I'm still sort of shell-shocked, <laughs> you know, <laughs> really and truly. Yeah, 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 you were, you know? man. I, I had that experience in 2004 where I expected better of people that Absolute, I had assisted man. You know, and just people that I knew. Mm-hmm. So by the 2018, when it came around, I was not yeah. surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Um, had things gone away, what we wanted for our campaign and what we oh, wanted Antigua would have been a better place. On the ground, I believe we would have had a better showing. Antigua would have right? been a better but, place right now. Yeah. Um, it is what it is, right? Yeah. I am not frustrated. To the mm-hmm. point that I say I throw my hands up in the air and I don't want more hunting and people and why we didn't get them tech. No, that's what but it is. I am disappointed in people it's, that yeah. I knew. That's right. Or I true. know from St. John's Rose so that mm-hmm. I expected better mm-hmm. from that yeah. they would stand up even if not for themselves. They would yeah. stand up for their, their their neighbors, their families, their children, their community. And saying that kids. we expect better. Not that we want better now. We no. want you to do this for us. Just you right. expect it. And do it for yourself. Because you are talking about an economic powerhouse. Yeah, yeah and four years later, oh. you don't even provide 
Nothing. I don't. I don't think there's any great increase in in the nothing, job market. Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely work. no. It's I not. think it has continued the same. Same old mediocrity from right. um, the UPP. That's right. There's no 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 large job creation. Yeah. If there are jobs, is is um labor work. Is 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 mm-hmm. um work that you don't can't have a career. That's right. A career in. That's you right. just take it because you need to feed yourself and your family and pay your renters. I'm telling you. Uh, pay your bills. Or the bills. That's right. That's yeah. it. Yeah, no. That is what the best you can do for, yourself. for a man that promised you the world. That's right. But anyway, you do for yourself. But yeah. on your shirt, you put, the 20, put on the $20 shirt. Safer with The red shirt saying, safer with labor. Safer with labor. It's I safer. don't know safer at all right now. Yeah. Were you saying that? Well? In 1963, uh, there was a speech by Martin Luther King, mm. and he mentioned that, that there is nothing more dangerous than sincere ignorance mm. and conscientious stupidity. Oh, that's it, a nice one. It, yes, you know what I'm saying? That's, so, that's you know, a nice one. What do you mean, where? Because mm-hmm. when you watch these people see what they went through, I cannot imagine that a, uh, a political party that became the winning party, the incumbent government, uh, went into power and did not deliver anything. They called a snap election and they got more seats. They got more, uh, more, more, more seats in, in parliament after not delivering on their first term. Yeah? Term, the manifesto promise. Isn't that stupidity? I just, yeah. I cannot take it there. You know, I'm, I'm wondering how could anti-people do this to themselves? Themselves, yeah. You know, it's, it's a horrible situation. You know, right now, the, most of them, they're suffering, you know, and they're suffering silently because they realized that they had the opportunity to fix the situation, and they didn't. You know, and they just pulled this ignorance upon themselves, and this is what we are going through right now. We are. And it's a horrible situation. You know, these guys feel that they don't want to have to deliver anymore. They just come and they lie to you and they lie to you. And it's just a conscious, you know, a continuous bunch of lies that's it's coming the, to you. The, the disturbing part is mm-hmm. the loyalty that the electorate is showing to that's the party. Right, but they're not no receiving it back. Them. That's right. They're not has coming no back. To them. They don't care about not you. Not coming back. Yeah, I'm saying so. Look at how you, you when, when your loved one, and in, 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 in rural South, there's a problem with crime. Yeah. There's some violent crime going on down there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It extends over to parts of rural West, you know, mm-hmm. the illegal trade in, in drugs. Yeah. And this whole gun culture where yeah, you man, shoot yeah, man. Done, no, shoot you have mass shoot men. Of that. You have people down in the extension and so on here and people getting raped. How you mean? Ooh. Yeah, man. I'm not asking you, I'm telling you. Yeah. I could direct you to where this young lady was raped in about before the last election, not the last one, the one before the last yeah, 2014. Yeah. I know the house where a lady in the extension was being raped. Yeah, I'm but saying. the people in the area thought that she was getting in a fight with her boyfriend. It was a domestic matter. So they did not get involved. And when they heard, no, the, 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 raped, the woman was being was raped in broad daylight. Yeah. And they heard her in there fighting to get away from her, 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 yeah, her they, um, yeah. the guy, the rapist, because, yeah. the rapist, you know, mm-hmm. um, that is the reality. That is what I'm seeing on the ground. And man, hmm. you mean, these yeah. people still go and vote for the same yeah, nonsense. Same thing. So it's a matter of us have to be persistent and to, at, at the end of the day, it's about repetition and to let people know that you could do better. You yeah. don't have to live like this. Yeah, Look man. at the whole situation of the Golden Grove Community Center. Mm-hmm. We made complaints to the health center when all those grown men and women living around there have children 
and the children are going into that unfinished building with fecal matter, people using it as a toilet. That's right. And I say to myself, you know that Golden Grove and not Grove. And you still go and vote for ALP who put them in that position. People who built it or people who yeah, haven't who done anything them in that position, to improve, yeah. sanitize that place, oh, to bar that place up. Yeah. Well, you're asking for it because you know the condition of that place. Somebody's saying you could do better. So what do you do? You put on a red shirt with the words, safer with labor. Yeah. So you are fine. How can I go now and continue talking to the people at um, health center to clean up that place? The yeah, CBH, yeah. yeah. How can I go and talk to CBH about it? We were talking to them up to the end of December, and maybe early January, February this year. Mm -hmm. And they're telling me that somebody's supposed to be cleaning it up and go, and they, they made the order that they're supposed to clean it up. When I spoke to the lady last, she told me she didn't know when they were going to do it, but they're supposed to do it. So I'm supposed to be following it up. But honestly, why would I be following up on something when you said you're safe with labor? And I don't live in St. John's Rural South. You live in St. John's Rural South. You could go down, any one of these grown men and women could have gone down to CBH, down to the health center and made a formal complaint of the conditions that people are living under. They chose not to. They chose not to. So why should I? Because I'm a politician. My name is Veer Corner Bird III. My name is not Jesus Christ of Nazareth. There's only so much that I can do for you. You need to help yourself. But honestly, you said you're safer with labor. I don't even know what, what the UPV was all about, because I came with some nonsense about everybody must live. What the hell is that? Didn't you know that in order to live, you need food and water? So why are you stating the obviously everybody must nyam? That just sounds so ridiculous, right? I didn't even go into the UPV and the nonsense. Everybody must nyam. All right. Anyway, you're saying about right, it. Right, I'm just telling you. It's so it's humorous. It's sincerely humorous. Um, these people need to just start to focus on what they're doing there. And mm -hmm. this is the whole thing. They're not behaving sober at all. You know, it's like the, 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 these parties just go and they put anything, tell them any old thing, and they're just glad to grab onto it. And they yeah. gravitate to that and run with it, and that's what they pass on, and that's the way we act to. Yeah. And, and they need to change that particular attitude because it's really hurting the country where. They see where it has taken the country up until this point. You know what I'm saying? If we, the people, had demanded, look, you promised us that we are going to have water, and they would have had to do something. But, you know, they're not saying anything. People are just acting in silence and all these things, and it's hurting the country where. Yeah. They, they, uh, talking about Martin Luther King, there was another time when he, he talked about silence, that sometimes that, that, that whole act of silence become a betrayal yeah. because, you know, you, just, you see things and you're not saying anything and you just leave it the way it is, you know, and this is what's happening in Antigua. We have to start to behave more sober and, and, and you know, behave like we are people that really care about ourselves. Mm -hmm. The lack of water in our community shows that they don't care about our hygiene problem. You know, this is, uh, you know, this is just a, a, basic, a basic need that they're supposed to be fulfilling. And this is why you really vote people in parliament, to take care of those needs, those particular basic. You know, when it gets beyond that, you have to go out and play your part. But those yeah. basic needs that you, 
these are supposed to be provided by the government of Antigua and Barbuda for the Antiguan people. Yeah. And then they don't seem to want to accept that responsibility. You, you know, time and time again, you go, you turn on the pipe, you know, you just get ear when you don't <laughs> get that. The thing is, Nedwell, when you turn on the ear, the meter is running. That's right. That's so right. You got to have to pay. You still have to pay. You pay for the ear coming out your pipe because you turn on the pipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You find out if there's water. Water inside there. One yeah. lady on Bird Road, she told me that, boy. she tell me she cry when they, they bring the beer because she said yeah, she, she not get no water. on the pipe yes. so that she will know when water is running. That's right. Right? Yeah. And she tell me, oh, well, if well, you do that, that, that meter is why runs. So high. That meter so is running. How do you mean? The meter, the meter still runs with that ear, man. something else. Well. Yeah, man. So, we are, you know, the people, is, it all comes down to the people. Where I and I, I certainly wish that they will, you know, start get start be focused. They need to focus as to where they want to direct their life there. You can't just wish your life is something, and you have to work towards it. Mm-hmm. And this is what's happening right now. The people are not really working towards they accept any old things, including handouts and something. I've seen that on ZDK. Uh, I'm sorry, on um, Facebook. Mm-hmm. And um, when I saw that, I saw the comments on the need where people are saying, well, you won't understand because the only thing you understand is handout and so forth. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like a cursing and bickering and all that. And I've seen it, but I have to agree that the handout, you know, this handout thing take predominance in Antigua where people, you know, they just uh, compromise, fully compromise themselves just for a little handout. And they need to stop that. They need to get out of that sort of politics. They need to something, get into something that can benefit them down the road and benefit their children, their grandchildren and so forth. Yeah. You know, when you really look and see the stage you're setting and it is going to be your grandchildren, you know, living in that particular predicament. You know, doesn't it say something? Yeah. You got to say something here. So we need to, you know, start to get focused, start to work together for a better Antigua. Because this is what it all comes down to. We are looking for a better Antigua and Barbuda. That's so true. So, you know, Abia, this is what uh, my thoughts and what is really going on and what we yeah. need to do in order to get this whole thing fixed. Um, mm-hmm. I want to go into the, um, the situations in concerning our police force, the jails, oh, yes, the whole yes. our, our yes. people, yeah. our prison. That's right. It's one prison, 1735, been yeah. here for what? Oh, yes, uh, just about, just about. Realize yeah. that the great revolution, insurrection of Prince Glass happened in 1736. That's right. Yeah. That prison was in existence <laughs> in Prince Glass Day. Uh, yes. Realize how long ago that was? Yeah, way back. As long, boy, that way is back. ancient ancient times that's right yeah you know yeah. and it's a concern because what the way i look at it right mm-hmm. when people hear of antigua and barbuda they think of the best beaches in the world oh, 365 yes. beaches we promoted it that way of the year yes right but where did we go wrong mm-hmm. when we got our independence on the first of november 1981 mm-hmm. we are in control of our destiny That's we are the ones responsible of what has happened after the first of november, november 1981. 1981 that's true and we are known for the best beaches in the world mm-hmm. and not one or two good beaches we had 365 no, we don't have rivers in antigua and barbara no, so all no. that 
modern swan that uses the silt that comes out of the river no, and works the, the, um, the sea. The beach yes. does not mess up no, our, we our beaches. That, yeah. We no. have the white sand, pink sand oh, beaches, yes, yes. unlike um, Dominica yeah, and St. Kitts. Kitts. The I don't know if they have rivers, rivers yeah. but they have rivers. the volcanoes, mm -hmm. the volcano ash and so on. Mm -hmm. And the situations, we have dormant volcanoes. We don't have active, active volcanoes yeah. like no, Montserrat and so on, no. right? Mm -hmm. So our sand is not black, it's mm -hmm. white, white, virgin. Yes, right pristine sand oh, yeah, yeah. that the tourists like yeah and you have to realize that presently in Antigua and Barbara internationally what Antigua is probably known for is having the worst prison and the worst jail in the Eastern Caribbean states all the Eastern Caribbean states I believe that we have the worst <laughs> regard to people's human rights yeah. in our prison yeah. and our jail system mm -hmm. it is the worst mm -hmm. and how do you go for one thing advertising all your beaches all these good and then stuff. in the heart of st john's you have a st john's police station on market market on newgate street where if you're walking down newgate street and across the courtyard on the western side of the police station mm -hmm. they are six about six dungeons mm -hmm. the 18th century structures mm -hmm. that are actually dungeons that they hold innocent people until proven guilty when you are investigating your case they make a complaint and they hold you the police put you in these dungeons they call them cells in Antigua and Barbuda, they have the nickname, they call them the shit cell because mm -hmm. there's usually feces all, all over, the place over the place because they don't have a urinal or a toilet in them. It is or they call it the dog cell mm -hmm. because only dogs it's go fitting. in there. Fitting. Or they call them by what they truly are, mm -hmm. the dungeons. dungeons. In the book, The Antiguan and the Antiguans, mm -hmm. in chapter 20, it is reported that these dungeons were places where they put the colonials put men who were already condemned. convicted yes. condemned yeah. condemned men they went through the process and they were found to be guilty of such a heinous crime that they were to be hung until death right that's when and that is where they held them that's in that dungeon they, they yeah. did not hold as they do now the black people since Innocent the first of november 1981 and black people in charge and yeah. we, have, we can have our own destiny and we're going to do for our people we have fallen even further than the colonials because we hold our own black people in dungeons when you haven't even found them guilty of a crime and let me tell you i am speaking not as a trial lawyer and i have clients i have been held in the dungeon the one they call the shit cell the one further south on the right hand side just before the toilet where it reeks from the toilet you have feces urine mosquitoes and god knows what other bacteria in there and you know nedwell it's actually part of it is subterranean you know because when you go into these um dungeons uh -huh. it's uh, like about two or three steps going okay. down yeah 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 it's yeah. not on the level of yeah, the, oh, the, the courtyard yeah, the level. so what you find you go down a bit so part of you is looking out the cell and they like walk the, you see people's feet yeah that is how it is and the further you go back it's sloped downward 
that you see less of the outside. That is what you call torture. It is designed to make you know that your end of your days is approaching. That's right. Yeah. You go in there, and I wouldn't even say it's a cement slab. I think it's a stone that's cut from stone. Mm -hmm. It's a slab of concrete that they expect you to sleep on. Supposed to sleep on, right? It's not cement. This is way before cement was a popular item, probably used in the British Empire. It's a slab cut from stone, and that is what you're supposed to rest on when you are a condemned man but they have innocent men and women some people the first brush with the law yeah being in those conditions we have a prison where supposedly that was built in the 18th century 1735 is the number the date above the prison the red the red door yeah and that is a place where just two years ago they had the virus the mars outbreak where people are having this bug that ate their skin yeah right the conditions in that prison where they got chicken pox and earlier this year they had an outbreak of measles a prison that was built 300 and something years ago to hold 150 people maximum is holding over 300 people today there are 12 people sometimes to one cell which is supposed to be designed for four people yeah they make the complaints that mm. they have a slop bucket in there <laughs> and everybody have to use a slop bucket yeah. so one man was even complaining that when you use a slop but when you go into the cell the 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 the, the procedure is mm-hmm. the one who is the newest in the cell sleeps closest to the slop bucket so sometimes people have to walk over to him mm-hmm. and just urinate or defecate right by his head yeah now you tell me, isn't that a breach of our constitution? Oh. Our constitution that Section 7 speaks about inhuman and degrading treatment. That's right. Every time a judge, a magistrate, or even to some extent the police remand you in the prison, it is a breach of your human rights that are guaranteed under Section 7 of our constitution. And, and this is what I have a problem with. From since the 1st of November 1981, we cannot blame the white colonials for what we have done to our here. black brothers. We said the white people have been so bad and evil to us, mm-hmm. but look at how we have behaved to our own. Mm-hmm. They say, oh, but nobody, nobody tell you to go up there. Why you do up there? If you go up there, then you have to take whatever consequences. And maybe that will correct him. But the consequences are so bad so that you... You will change your way. (laughs) What I'm telling the Antiguan people, the more you dehumanize, degrade, humiliate, embarrass these people, Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, they will serve their sentence. Mm -hmm. And after you treat somebody as an inhuman, that they don't need some level of respect or some sort of decent treatment, any sort of decent treatment, then these people on a 108 square mile island are going to be in society that's right and they're going to rejoin society a lot of them will be stigmatized brutalized a lot of them will probably have all kind of psychological problems for what they have been been through for what they experience in our penal system and that is what you will be sharing your freedoms your liberties with it will come back to haunt you we need to treat these people better in in accordance to our 
constitution and international accepted standards of what is acceptable to treat an inmate in one of our prisons. If you don't, Suda, do that, you're going to be facing problems in society. But these people will react because when you brutalize an animal, and you oh, yes. try to pet an animal, it will bite back. That's right. All right, Neddy? Right, right. Yes, yes, buddy. That's so true. And this is what's happening. That prison system is a horrible, horrible system here. And, and I have uh, uh, my qualms with the way that the hygiene you know, situation is floating around inside here, or the yeah. lack of hygiene situation. It is not nice here. The, the, as you, t you mentioned, you have a slap bucket in the cell, and then all these guys go and defecate in that same bucket and then the newest one he probably he's the one designated to go and dump that stuff out in the morning yeah. take it out to a river of feces out there and where it's a harvest situation and the point is that I'm trying to make is that this thing has been going on for such a long time. And then 1735. That's right. <laughs> and even, and even then, then it was better. better. Well, I want to believe so, yeah. It had to mm. be more organized and, you know, something much better than what's happening. No, no, it's a horrible situation. It's real, real horrible. You have these people suffering. You have people going up there. They are man. They are not even convicted. And they have to go through this. They've just been accused or been a suspect of something. And you yeah. end up in a situation like that where it's really horrible. It's you know? humanizing. Oh, very what about so. the water situation up there? Oh, it's, oh yeah, it's even worse than the outside. It's horrible. Yeah. You know, it's really horrible. But we, you know, another thing. There's, there's no running water. No running water. And yeah. They have to go buy water up right. here. That's I'll right. Tell you, that's right. I, went up, I went up there sometime to see a client. And when I went into... Mm -hmm. to, they have the guard that's also um, you go in there and, and tell them your name and um, turn off your phone and then you, you tell them who you want to meet and then I the woman asked me if I want water I'm like if I want why want water that's not what I really came here for I wasn't thinking about I was thirsty but the fact that you asked me as a prison prison officer you're wondering what happened then I learned after they're selling waters to the inmates that they don't have any running water in the establishment so the inmates have to give them water who gets this money at the end of the day is this money accounted for or how do they how do they establish what money was made it is a business going on in there for something that ought to be provided by the state yeah. we provide for these inmates oh, yeah. because they are going to be part of society That's how right. can you be depriving a man of something essential to life yep. I mean you can even live if they're giving you some water from time to time you know mm -hmm. but it may affect your kidneys it may affect you because you're not That's able to flush them out long enough you're not de you're dehydrated yep. what is going on why are they charging people for water yeah. Some politician or some collected person, I, su I, I suggest, yeah. is making money off of, of these inmates that's what because it is. they are getting their water sold, sold in prison. That's what it is. And the family yeah. are saying, if we don't pay for this water, then our loved one may be seriously that's damaged right. so, health-wise. So that the is the situation that's in Antigua and Barbados. Yeah, today. it is. And it's horrible, you know, and people need to just take a 
a, a look at what's really going on and know what they have to do to change this particular situation. This whole thing that they said, um, the prime minister was telling these politicians to envision themselves and all these things. You know, it's that, it's that like, might be one of the yes, the, taking the, the, the stole. procedures. Yes, it's taking the stole on the nation. Who authorized them to be to using this bottle company? You understand? Yes, in, in that it, no, this is and not how, right. If it's going to the the the, the consolidated fund, who is accounted for how much That's money right. is being made? That's right. If you are a, a prison officer, are you supposed to be selling water? that's not part of your job no not at all not at all and then this is what's happening i don't know yeah you know again it all comes down to the people we need them to to take a a real serious look at what's going on and know that something needs to be done you know as as we said martin luther king says silence sometimes becomes betrayal and you need to speak out because if you don't, you know, you're only hurting the nation. And this is what's well, happening. You're yourself, your children, oh, that's your so neighbors. True, you know, that's, that's so true. And uh, all that. So, you know, Nedwell, mm-hmm. one of the things that was going on this week really is with the CCJ. And this leads into our topic. I mean, it's just over a month before the referendum, you know. Yeah. And um, the issue that everybody is talking about for or against the CCJ, that's the Caribbean Court of Justice. Yeah. Now, they had a meeting or a get-together somewhere. What was it? Down at Perry Bay? Yeah, down at yeah. Uh, the multi-purpose center yeah. where the chief justice from this, the, um, the CCJ, Adrian Saunders, was down there and answering questions about the CCJ. Attorney General um, Sedway Benjamin is down there answering questions. They didn't have anybody who were in the opposed to the ccj camp down there though mm-hmm. and i would have done it but i know they wouldn't want me down there because <laughs> they don't want anybody who no, will show them up for the frauds that they really are mm-hmm. but i'm going to say this some of the people who saw me after were asking me why they did not see me down at this meeting or this gathering or this question and answer session so that i could voice my concerns and so on but that man's i'm wondering why why you need me to you don't have any concerns you have a wife a a daughter a son uh, a a nephew that's right you live in antigua barbie don't you have any concerns why why must it be me but you're asking me why i was not down here and it's simple psalm one verse one Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. I was meditating on my good book. I have no time to deal with ungodly people. I have no time to deal with sinners, and I have no time to deal with scornful individuals. So basically, what, I, what I'm telling the people who told me after, and these are fellow colleagues, lawyers, and policemen, right? I don't have time for ungodly people. They can all go to hell. Absolutely. Absolutely. That whole what a panel that they established down at um, multi-purpose center. Not interested in any of that. I know where I stand. You know where I stand. If you have questions, and that's the same thing that Martin Luther was saying, 
Manu is saying silence. You need to stand up for yourself. You know where I stand. So you're coming to ask me why did I go down there and ask questions? Because I have no questions to the panel. You were the one that walked me down there. So obviously you have questions that want to be answered. Take it upon yourself. Man up and go down there and ask questions. You understand? That's where I stand on that matter. Just wanted to inform people. Like if I'm scared, I'm scared of Adrian San just to No, I don't think it's that. I'm scared about Adrian San. Couldn't be bothered. There's a slogan in our party where that I noticed we put up, and it says if the politician can't cover up the Privy Council, their priority will be to win the referendum so they can cover up the CCJ. And that's a scary talk. Very, very so, very you, much brother. so. Because, very, very you know, so. this is justice is universal. We just need the lack of justice in any society only say that you're deteriorating your country and you're cutting yourself short. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't see how people, you know, they're not really even taking a serious look at this because this is an important decision that they will have to make, you know, in the near future. Just very, about very near future, just over a month. That's right. And then, you know, it doesn't seem as if they're taking a serious uh, look at this thing and, 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 and giving it a serious thought as to what they should really do to benefit them and their, their, their children. When you look and see that your grandchildren is going to have, because if you, this referendum goes through and they, was, they were to win, the whole problem will be that your grandchildren is going to meet a system that they have to live through for all these years. And there's nothing that they can do about it, no matter how horrendous it may be, they will have to live through it. Yeah, so yeah. you at this time, it is you making that decision for your grandchild. For your great-great-grandchildren generation. Because if it is successful, that means it's basically permanent. Absolutely. You understand? If it's not successful and we go to the Privy Council, then at some Later point in time, they can hold another referendum right, and, and ask right. that question of people. That's right. So it is very important if they are successful mm -hmm. that you have basically supported this is what you want for your future generation. I don't want it for myself, much less my children, or my unborn grandchildren, anybody else, my family, my mother, my brother, my sisters. I don't want this is not nice at this point in time. That's so true. You know, we, we talked about the prison system. That is so horrible that our black mm. brothers, have, you know, have us under and, and have our brothers and sisters subjected to being mm. uh, remanded and you send them into a place like that. And the place is so horrible, they slap buckets and all that. And these are the same people, they're saying, trust them. You have to trust these people. The first step is a thousand miles. Then black people are we? No one, no white people rule over me. But you had black people ruling over you since the first of November 1981. What is the condition of your police force? Your courts with the magistrate, high court, industrial court. What is the state of your prison? Yeah. They're failing institutions. Absolutely. They do not provide better for you. Yeah, because look at it now. The white police officer who was extradited from the United Kingdom to Antigua. His government made it a priority that he not be remanded in 1735 our prison. Because it was below the standards of human rights in the European Union and in the United Kingdom overall. So Antigua's were pissed off about that holy day. No, that is a government that cares about its citizens. That is what your government is supposed to do, care about you. 
and, and fix that, that prison. Not even, not even fix it. Build a new one. Oh, yeah, man. You understand? Yeah, you know, it's so true. You know, to, because to have these these people subjected to that sort of condition for time and time for so long, you know, I've seen the images of people that they break out. They have all kind of stuff on their skin. One of them, they have something like it's ingrown, and then it bulges out into some kind of abscess or something. You know, these things are however weird. Human mm. beings are not supposed to be subjected to this weird. You know, and I, I, I've seen um, a, a, a comment on, 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 on Facebook, too, where one person asked, if you have a parent who is real wicked to her children, should we actually leave those children with that parent, even though because it's cheaper to do so? Or what, for whatever reason, she is a wicked, you know, parent, and she's doing the children wickedness. That is when those, these people will come in, and, and uh, the social workers, and decide, hey, hey, we got to take these kids from you, because you are not really serving the kids. And this is what's happening in Antigua, and uh, in terms of that these people, you know, they watch you suffer time and time again. They still send you up into that horrible place. And they don't have no intentions of fixing that horrible place to make it any more decent for you and all that. Water, you can't get water, you can't get... So, you know, and then to tell me, God, these are the same people that you're going to say, we should trust them with our last uh, um, way of, of going to get justice. Or oh, that is be our last stop. How can this work be? How can you trust these people? When you see what they do to you, in terms of a duty of black brothers, and, and the, you in particular, they put you into a dog cell, as they may call that. For what? Because you stand up for your right way. And this is the whole thing, this is what I'm talking about. If they can do these things, what else would they do down the road? They only want to get in, and from they get in, they, they have all the rights in the world to do you whatever they want to do you. And they're not telling you, they're not breaking it down as simple as that, that it's giving them the right, that down the road, you have nowhere else to go and try to get justice on, uh, up and past what they had put here for you, which will be the CCJ. And we can't have that way. We have to have, this is why we come out here and we will speak out about these things. We will inform the people that this is what it's going to be. We will inform the people that you have to make sober decisions because you know, the future generations are going to have to live under these conditions down the road, way down the road. So people need to just decide that what they want to do, if they want a better life. And I think that that's where they in limbo in over here. People can't decide whether they want a, level, a better life or they just want to live day to day, take a little hand out. As long as we make it today, it's all right. You know, and it seems as if it's that. But this is not what it's supposed to be here. You're supposed to be crafting, paving a better way for you, a better life down the road for your children. They don't have to face the same things that you have faced and all that, these brutal going-ons. And, and, you know, do the things that you're supposed to do to make that possible. You know, but when you will decide to go, and no matter what, these guys will just lie to you and come and say, we're going to do this for you, don't. and then you decide, hey, man, get some beers and, and then some food and all that good stuff. Let's go with these guys, man. These guys, you know, they're with it. They're hip, you know. Hip? Do you think their grandchildren down the road going to think that it's hipness? This is going to be to say, boy, what did my parents really put me through in order to bring me to this particular point? 
because it's a horrible situation in order to face these things where you get injustice is just the order of the day. You know, and you have these people, you know, Mr. Saunders go down and he talked about, I understood that he spoke about the expense of Privy Council. And, but he went down there, he gave you the facts, but he wasn't giving you the figures. He wasn't saying, well, this is Privy Council will be this, and the CC says will be that, because I'm quite sure that the difference would be, will be of any vast amount that you're supposed to be even gloat over anyway. So I don't even know what Mr. Saunders, uh, uh, you know, was really trying there in order to, you know, to convince the people, well, look, uh, the matter costs, you have to come with the CCs. It's not entirely like that, you know. It's basically almost the same, the same three steps that you have to go through to get to these people. You don't pay one set of law, a second set of law. You probably go to the appeals court and then you then you end up with the, the CCJ. How many persons you already paid, yeah, you know, yeah. to get to that point? So the expense is already there. We need to, if you're changing the system, you need to reform this whole thing with a proper view of, look, we are going into this because it's going to be the expense. But net, if the expense is going to be basically the same, why? Why are you even bothering with it? And another thing, they say if it's not broken, don't bother to fix it. It don't make no sense that you're fixing something that is not broken. And, you know, I have again, I will always say, I haven't seen the Privy Council, or heard of the Privy Council, made such an outrageous judgment and, and you know, come to always say that, that, you know, there's some, exactly, that you're behaving the way that you're behaving. you got to get away from these people. You know, it's time for black people to, to take care of their own and to do this. And you know, this thing is so, <laughs> so crazy. You know, it's not really, not really making much of any sense. But we know they just want to show in. They want to get in there. If the status quo remain, hippie people away, they're in charge and they just continues. Nothing changed. And you know, I am so sure that these guys, 10, 20 years down the road, the prison is going to be the same because it's yeah. not a priority. They're not thinking. We are even saying that this is a problem in Antigua. And these guys are not even behaving like they heard us. There is no discussion Say, look, the prison is really out of hand, you know. We really need to do something about this. Yeah. Nothing at all like that. We are, and this is the time. You well, know, the time has arrived for that. You know, you have people breaking out in, 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 in the prisons um, thing where, mm -hmm. and you're behaving like breaking out, you know, where you end up have to go to hospital for treatment, get this and get that and all kind. And this thing happens every so often. And you have the people in charge behave like they don't notice. Well, man, that is a sickening, man. It's really a sickening situation. It's something that needs to be looked into, you know, in terms of unveil. We again, I will say, I am not too sure that we were ready for independence in 1981. Because I'm almost certain that if the colonial was still in charge, mm -hmm. that whole system of how people defecate up in, in, in that prison and the, how in, they dispose the of the cell and, and all that. I, I don't think state. that it would have been. I don't think it would have been in the same stage. No. We would have been a better standard. Uh, definitely. I am yeah. convinced of that. And that De is the definitely. sad part. It's because extremely people sad. are talking, they, they're telling them about race. Yes. Yeah. But look what at what we have race. done to our own. Of we course. said we have suffered for over 200 and something years eh? since they've been um, made 
Antigua right, colony of the British right. Empire right. and they brought in the slaves to that's Antigua right. well, and that we've suffered on the slavery and colonialism I'm still suffering. so why are we suffering on still the a black run you know, country black people in power these are things that we're supposed to eradicate colonialism eradicate right. slavery and in that's so doing that that jail cell st john's those dungeons they need to be sealed up that's they right. need to take oh, bricks oh, and cement oh, and just, seal oh, those things that's, up that is that is slavery continuing that's what that is that, yeah. that is slavery continuing you don't treat is. people like that that's i was up is. in court when was it now at last day i went to court it's, it's thursday i think i was up in court mm -hmm. and yeah. the, one of the, as i started off the program today one asked you where were you down at the um uh -huh, at yeah, the meeting no not um the multi-purpose center we want to hear you have to say yeah, and i tell them well, i have more important things look That's at the right. city i know it was a policeman it was a policeman uh -huh. and look at the, the the dungeon down he said yeah we know there are dungeons mm -hmm. is it yeah we know there are dungeons yeah, yeah. but he didn't see anything wrong with it yeah, no, no, no. So that is the sort of ignorance, the mm -hmm. sort of mindset we're dealing. A black man is saying he has no problem in putting an innocent and deproven guilty man in a, in a dungeon. Like Let me tell you. After I started to pull him up about it, I said, you realize that since the 1st of November 1980, we are responsible for how we treat our people? Mm -hmm. That they don't have a toilet or a urinal in that place? Yeah, that yeah. we used to, when Jim and I were in there in January uh -huh. 2000 uh -huh. and... Uh -huh. 13 uh, is urinate to urinate on the floor yeah idea. the it's idea to urinate yeah. on the floor can you imagine <laughs> hey, look, they yeah. have a little square thing in the center yeah. of the thing like he had a little mesh yeah and then the urine he looked like he had a little gutter the stone continues and the gutter leads out to the back the i don't know if there that. was actually a gutter in the back there uh, or if it still work after 300 years <laughs> i don't know when mother nature call you just operate you got to go do you what just you got, got to go say in the reeks of the 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 ranking it's bad inside the jail you know but mm. there's some times when if you go down on newgate street mm. and walk past the courtyard the big mm. red door yeah. that leads into the quarter you take that to go up to cip also mm. If the wind is blowing in, in a northerly direction, you know, from south so to west, or even probably from east to west, that's right. Right? You, get you will sell, smell the scent you get of the urine and yeah, feces coming out, of that place. coming out of those dungeons. Yeah. That is Antiguan Barbie yeah, today. We are a country that was once known the world over for our pristine beaches. Mm -hmm. Now we are known for human rights abuses of our own black people in our yeah, prisons. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In our prison and our jail mm -hmm. in the way we treat our own mm -hmm. we have probably the worst prison mm -hmm. and jail in st john's body station mm -hmm. in the eastern caribbean probably states do. and yeah, that is what we are known for mm -hmm. and every year every couple of years you have the u.n human rights huh. board coming to investigate yeah. this problem and why. every year they complain yeah, yeah. and nothing, nothing is happened. done so I'm even what is the use of having a United I don't Nations? Know why they come. These are standards which they are supposed to uphold. Well, and I don't make care sure. about them writing a report oh, to say how bad that? the situation oh, is. Oh, they need to highlight it in the press. Mm -hmm. They need to put pressure on the government. Mm -hmm. They need to tell them that they can't come back and take up their assistance at the General Assembly if these conditions against yeah, human yeah, rights are not that's right. yep. you know, that, well, that is where I'm going to leave because you have about two minutes left in yeah, this yeah. episode so ladies and gentlemen all i'm going to say to you 
is that we as a people, as a black people who have been through the brutalities of the, the Atlantic slave trade right. or how many, two, three hundred years, mm -hmm. then after that, even though we may have been free physically, that we're still dependent on Subjected. the master to get work with the society was still, we are living in a colonial situation mm -hmm. where we were still being exploited. That's true. We said that Papa Bird came and he, he, he freed did us this, from the colonials. And, he did that. and eventually right, we got our mm -hmm. independence on the 1st of November 1981. Mm -hmm. I believe that upon independence, many of us thought that the fight was over mm -hmm. because we saw black judges, we saw black police oh, officers, boy, we saw it. black um, correction officers the real in, enemy. In, in, the, in the prisons. The real enemy. But yeah. because me and a prison officer or a judge or a police officer, have excessive melanin in our skin mm -hmm. that does not mean that because of that he is going to respect your no human way. rights no that way. you are guaranteed under your con under our constitution not at all. Not at all. so that is what i'd like you to to mm -hmm. keep in mind and do not be complacent what you want is not necessarily for yourself but for your future generations right. you have to keep Paving fighting you have to keep way. being vigilant Mm -hmm. I pass it over to you for the yes, ocean. Yeah. There's a saying, a word to the wise is sufficient. Mm -hmm. And I know Antigua people are wise enough. Sometimes they behave stubborn, but mm. I know they're wise enough to be hearing what we're saying and uh, to taking our advice that, you know, you have to really do something that's going to benefit you and your, your children and your grandchildren and down the road, generations down the road. And we do hope that they will start to focus because the time is drawing nigh. The time is, time is just now how to survive for that, that referendum. So, you know, it's time to make that serious decision that you're going to have to make and, and to benefit you again and your future generations down the road and do that right thing there. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're leaving it up to you. We'll be here because it will be the 6th of November and we'll be coming in here a few more times to... And letting you know what is happening on the ground, you know? Exactly what's going down on the ground there. Take good care and bye for now. Hopefully we'll be back next week with another episode. Bye. Bye for now. Buzzer took a monkey for a ride in the air. The monkey thought that everything was on the square. The buzzer tried to throw the monkey off of his back, but the monkey grabbed his neck and said, Now listen, Jack. Straighten up and fly right. Straighten up and fly right. Straighten up and fly right. Cool down, Papa, don't you blow your top. Ain't no use in diving. What's the use of diving? Straighten up and fly right Cool down, Papa, don't you blow your top The buzzer told the monkey, you are choking me Release your hold and I will set you free The monkey looked the buzzer right dead in the eye And said, your story's so touching, it sounds just like a lie Straighten up and fly right Straighten up and stay right Straighten up and fly right Cool down, Papa, don't you blow your top
as I told the monkey, you are choking me. Release your hold, and I will set you free. The monkey looked the buzzard right dead in the eye and said, Your story's so touching, it sounds just like a lie. Straighten up and fly right. Straighten up and stay right. Straighten up and fly right. Cool down, Papa, don't you blow your top. Straighten up and fly right. Straighten up and stay right. Straighten up and fly right. Cool down, Papa, don't you blow your 